0: and welcome to the Pig and Whistle Tales from Azeroth. As always here at the Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I go through a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. I grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. This episode we'll be going over, um, because it's very soon until it is released, Season of Discovery. Now, this was something that was announced at BlizzCon, I'll be going over exactly what it is, what it entails, uh, what powers you can get in Season of Discovery, the frequency of the content. And the upcoming stuff for it. So, what's to come in the future? But as always, we have the weekly news. We have the wild bosses for the week strewn run, the Zakali elders, and uh, Aristar. These are located in their relative or in their. No, I've completely butchered that sentence. They, those are located in their uh, zones, which are Onaran Plains. Zakali elders are Zarelak Caverns, and Aristar is in the Emerald Dream. The bonus event for this week is arenas. Where you get more honour for competing in arena skirmishes and just arenas generally. This is good for essentially boosting, not boosting, but giving your characters that extra bit of honour boost to get some gold because now you can use your honour to buy certain items that give you gold um, or just gear and gear a uh, alt character. The Mythica fixes for this week are Tyrannical, Entangling and Bursting. Tyrannical, the boss and the mobs that they spawn have increased health and damage. Entangling, um, it will occasionally snare players, so keep moving, kill the roots, stuff like that. And Bursting, when you kill an enemy, they will essentially explode, giving you a debuff. You don't want too much of this debuff so you want to kill everything either immediately and pop a defensive cooldown or you want to stagger it and wait for the debuff to drop off until you finish the next mob. We have uh, the uh, Blitz as well as Korak's Revenge for your battleground... um, What are they? I've completely forgotten. They're your random battlegrounds? No. Oh my god, I've completely forgotten what they are called. Because it's just been brawls. That's it. Oh my god. I I just couldn't. It it didn't click in my head for some reason. We have Battleground Blitz and Korak's Revenge. Battleground Blitz is an 8v8. It's something that they're testing out. That they're probably going to put into rated next season. This will be a um, rated battleground. Solo queue battleground. And Korak's Revenge. Because it is still the 19th anniversary of World of Warcraft. um, You can go back into the old Altrecht Valley. The Valley that had no reinforcements. It went on for years, and you can spawn all the mobs and stuff. You know, the real OG back, cl- like back in classic kind of deal. Um, If you really want to do that, there is a quest to do it. You pick up from Cromie in the Caverns of Time, and it gives you about 150 time warping badges. It's it's really good actually, and it's good fun. It's good fun just to play around with the uh, old Outrock Valley on sort of retail um on retail it's not necessarily as enjoyable and it feels much more of a grind to be honest but let's get into season of discovery so season of discovery will release when this episode goes live in two days yes in two days um which is the 26th i believe what is season of discovery essentially it's a classic world of warcraft so you're in classic level 60 is maximum but they've uh, dialed down the maximum level for the start of this. So the maximum level is level 25 at the start of Season of Discovery. And you might think, oh, well, that seems a bit boring. What can you do at level 25? So they have uh, revamped a lot of things in the world itself. So you now have powers. And the way that these powers work are they're very specific, like, drops in the world And they're called runes. These runes you locate within the world. And uh, they can be enchanted onto your chest piece, your hands or your legs. Now these enchants do certain things. So one of them for Druid is the cost of wrath is reduced by 100%. And uh, it has a chance to give you an instant healing touch. Which is really nice. There's a one for Feral where you can get Skull Bash. Which is really nice. It's an actual kick for feral druids. You can get as a mage healing abilities. You can actually become a healer as a mage, which is really, really cool. You can be a shaman tank as well. There's certain runes that allow you to increase your threat, make something a taunt, give you more shield blocks, stuff like that. So the runes really mix up everything that was meant to be planned in classic, but didn't ever make it because shamans were originally meant to be tanks back in classic but they just never made them tanky enough or give them enough sort of threat to, to like to do that essentially the same with paladins paladins have a tank spec but essentially they can't tank because they can't hold threat on single target a lot of the time Plus, they don't actually have an active taunt. Warrior and Druid were the only ones with an active taunt, but Warriors were just so much better because of damage output. So, Warriors were always the go-to. The way that they made this sound was they wanted everything to be as good as Warrior at endgame, um, rather than nerfing Warrior. So, they want everything to be just as good, if not more powerful. That kind of deal. Which is really good, and I think that that is the way that they should go about it because I feel like they should make it kind of a sandbox mode. Uh, in my honest opinion, they should really go for it with the runes. So currently with the runes, there's about five for each class or each, um not each class, but each um slot. So five for the chest piece for Druids, five for the gloves for Druids, and five for the legs. And then prim- primarily it's one or two sort of per specialization. But uh, you can have one or two a bit random ones in there and you could do like some funky sort of build with it. Um, Then uh, others are very much you get simple abilities like for Paladins you can get a taunt which is what they really do lack Um, like in classics so it's really really good. But the powers we don't know if there are more at the very start of Season of Discovery We do know that when they bring out the sort of patches or content like later on in down the line, there will be more runes to discover and there will be more runes to find and collect. These runes are just found out and about in the world, in corners of the world. You could probably go to Darnassus at the very top in some sort of random cave and there'll probably be one. You know, that kind of deal. Um, They are not having a... Is it a beta version? Yeah, beta of the Season of Discovery, primarily because they don't want people to find out where these runes are. They want people to discover World of Warcraft from a new player's perspective all over again and discover things that, you know, are in the starting area that you might not have, like, went to go and find before. So it's like, oh my god, this is so cool. There's a rune here. Okay, I've found something new, like Inteldrasil, that I haven't found for the. 18 years that I've been playing this or whatever you know that kind of deal which is really cool and I I kind of rate it although there will be a few bugs but I mean there's always going to be that isn't there and that's what makes the game fun to be honest but end game content for season of discovery is level 25 maximum and at level 25 you get a group of 10 and you can go into black fathom deeps the Black Fathom Deeps in Classic and in Retail is a five-player dungeon. What they have done is they've revamped the dungeon and made it a bit more up-to-date. Not as up-to-date as, like, retail bosses, but a bit more, you know, there's mechanics in there. um, Kind of more like Naxxramas up-to-date mechanics, I would say. That, that kind of deal. Um, and essentially, it has become a raid. This raid has uh, new bosses, new loot. Um... So yeah, that that's kind of the end game content that we know for level 25. Uh they did get to test it in uh, Blizzcon and saw some gameplay of it. It looks really fun, I'm not going to lie. The classes all look very good and actually enjoyable to play. Uh rep paladins looked very boring in classic and were boring in my honest opinion. Um but in Season of Discovery they actually have like usage. They actually have like a use and do Like more damage than pretty much most other DPS at the time like at that level which is really really good and that's the way that it should be there shouldn't be a class that's like left out and if you it's always going to be a balancing issue with Classic um, and Season of Discovery and in this sort of context this sandbox mode there will be massive sort of um, nerfs and buffs happening but as long as they're playing around with the numbers and everything feels fun to play That's what it should be, because it is a sandbox mode. It isn't um, a super serious WoW mode, essentially. There'll be people that main it, um, just like how people main Classic or Wrath World of Warcraft or Retail. You know, all of them. But in my personal opinion, this is one that you can hop on and play every now and again, just to have some fun with it. Um, There is a private server called uh, World of Warcraft Ascension, and primarily it does the same you can kind of um mix and match sort of classes on project ascension and i think that they've kind of taken aspiration or um not aspiration um inspiration from uh world of warcraft ascension where it is more of a sandbox mode and you can mix and match kind of things um i would like to see them use a couple or maybe like you get to pick one ability you could switch out one ability for a different class's ability you know that kind of deal but mm, honestly it doesn't bother me as long as they make everything fun in season of discovery it shouldn't matter what you play because it ultimately is a sandbox mode of world of warcraft which i think is great now looking forward to the like in season of discovery as I said level 25 is the maximum at the start. Uh, so where do we go from there? So at BlizzCon they didn't say much. They said that we'll be getting out content patches frequently. Stuff like that. But they did at the end tease a few things that would be happening. So level 25 is our max. They teased a picture of Nomragon. Nomragon being around a level 30 odd instance. I think what they're going to do is up this to around level 40 or 35 something around there and turn Nomragon into a raid the way that I see it Nomragon is one of the least favorite dungeons in the game they would have to seriously revamp it for people to actually enjoy it um in my honest opinion just, uh, I, I say it's least favorite in the game just because i don't have fond memories of it. People pull a lot of packs. People don't know the route. Stuff like that. Um, yeah. That, that's just my own personal opinion. But I think uh, they can do a lot with Gnome Ragon. It's such a big space. They can definitely do a lot with it. But I think that that will go up to level 35 slash 40. I didn't see anything between like level 50. Like Blackrock Depths range. But they did tease Scarlet Monastery. Scarlet Monastery being the opposite to Gnomeregon and one of the most favourite dungeons, I think, in the player base from Classic. Scarlet Monastery obviously has four wings, but what people don't know is in the beta version of World of Warcraft, before it was even released to the public, Scarlet Monastery was one whole dungeon. So you have four dungeons currently for Scarlet Monastery. You have Graveyard, Library, Armory and Cathedral, all of them in their own instance. You have a couple bosses in each. Yeah, if that. Um and essentially before this, they all were intertwined with one another. So Graveyard led to I want to say library. I can't remember. it doesn't quite work. And you, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off? The, uh. way, the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. Armory led to... No, Armory led to Graveyard... Oh my god, I can't actually remember, because Graveyard pathed off to the left, which led to Cathedral, I think. Um, Yeah, essentially, in beta World of Warcraft, it all led into one another. So it was a giant instance. All four of these instances were put together, and they had paths through them. If you actually look in Classic, when you do World of Warcraft, or when you do Scarlet Monastery Armoury, after you've killed the final boss, his room is a circle. And he's at the bottom of this circle. Like There's two layers. There's the upper layer of the circle and the bottom layer. He's in the bottom layer and you enter the room from the top layer. If you kill him, behind where he stood, you have this arch. Because you've got two staircases either side. Now, behind him, this arch is a different colour like to the wall around it. And essentially, this was the pathway through into the other instance, which is really, really cool. Um, A lot of people don't actually know that and I think that for Scarlet Monastery they'll be doing that. They'll be putting everything back together so that it's one big sort of raid again. I do have to state that all of these dungeons that they're going to make into raids, I would imagine they keep at a 10 player um, sort of raid uh, number because... Getting forty players in season of discovery will be very difficult, I would say. They might have like different modes. They might have like a twenty-five player mode and a ten-player mode, but I don't think they'll do forty-player. I don't think that that's a great sustainable way of doing it, in my honest opinion. Um, but yeah, Scarlet Monastery, I think, will be a little bit higher of a level than what people originally think people might think oh level 40 for scarlet monastery but no i think it will be you get about 15 levels of leveling 10 to 15 and then you go into your next raid instance so if Nomeragon's at level 35 slash 40 scarlet monastery will be the level 50 mark um in my opinion and then you've obviously got the 10 levels left to get into level 60 after that now what's at level 60 this is something that people found in world of warcraft in the files in game underneath um, a certain place it was never accessible by the player base by normal means you had to do some death like jumping and like you know playing around with the game mechanics essentially this is the karazhan crypt now the karazhan crypts are f- most famous for being very fleshed out area that no one could ever see so they put a lot of work and effort into actually putting a lot of stuff down there in the Karazan crypts but no one was ever able or meant to see it you have full bodies of water that you know have people kind of upside down and dead in you have loads of uh, piles of bones you have loads of it's a very eerie place and it's located underneath Karazhan. Karazhan was meant to be a raid back in Classic but again never made the cut until the Burning Crusade. So they did tease Karazhan Crips at the end of the Season of Discovery panel at BlizzCon and a lot of people are really excited about it and as you should be it's something that has been in World of Warcraft for nearly 19 or has been in 19 years and they did nothing with it. They actually closed it off to people um in retail so that they they just couldn't access it essentially like anymore, which is a real shame in my honest opinion. But this will be your max level dungeon, your level 60, not dungeon, level 60 raid. This will be it. Karazhan Crypts, they can do anything with this. But I imagine it is you descend into the Karazhan Crypts, So you're going further and further down to meet a final boss, maybe like a lich or something, kind of like Naxramas. Um And, uh, you know, you dispatch him, that kind of deal. So they could do anything in terms of loot here. They could put a new legendary in there. They could put certain runes in there. They could put legendary runes in there. Um, but yeah, the Karazhan Crypts will be your final raid of Season of Discovery. This uh, turns to the question of frequency of the content. Now, I imagine it's going to be a phase one, two, three, four. You know, that kind of deal, like they're doing with Classic. In my honest opinion, they will do this every couple months, I think. So you have November is when Season of Discovery comes out. You will have everything up until after Christmas for Black Fathom Deeps. I would recommend that... Black Fathom Deeps would go on until about end of June or Jan, not June, end of January. And then February, they release um the next sort of phase of Season of Discovery with Nome and stuff like that. And then uh, my next guess would be mid 2024 that they release the next one around May, June, that sort of time. They do have to take into account Cataclysm, which I think that they will not release anything during that period. They'll release it like staggered so that someone's always got something to do. So whether it be a retail patch or Cataclysm or Season of Discovery or, or, yeah, you know, that kind of deal. Um, So my guess would be May, June. And then you have Scarlet Monastery at the back end. So August time, maybe. And then finally, November next year, you have Karazhan Crypts, which will be really cool to see, you know, and just experience. It'll be cool to see the content done on it, um, see people run the raid and stuff like that. Many things will change, but with these uh, constant updates, they will be adding more and more runes, I would imagine. Um, just how many, we don't know. I would imagine they release about five uh, enchant again per uh, class, potentially. You end up with like 20 sort of runes, like at the end of it. that That's kind of what I'm hoping for. You can really like chop and change. Um, but who knows? Who honestly knows with Season of Discovery? It's a complete blank slate. Um, from what we know, obviously, the beta we have not gotten because they don't want to do one, they want to keep everything a secret, which I think is amazing. I think that's such a good call to do, but I don't know. I I think it's one of the more favourable things to come out of BlizzCon. BlizzCon was very hopeful um, in terms of what they're promising, what they're doing, which is really good and something that we should all be looking forward to. I do think Season of Discovery is going to be a massive hit. I think if they leave it for too long and don't give us enough content in Season of Discovery, then it will get boring because trying to farm stuff... um, at level 25 isn't as enjoyable. Um, you you want to be farming stuff at max level and stuff like all of that. But if they're releasing content quite frequently, it's like, OK, I'm getting ready for Gnomeregon or I'm getting ready for Scarlet Monastery. I've got loads of quests. I can finally go quest in Stranglethorn Vale, which is my favourite zone. Or I can go and quest in, you know, Tanaris, which is a favourite like place of mine. You know, all them kind of deals. I see them opening up Caverns of Time, actually. I think that they'll open up Caverns of Time uh, in Season of Discovery. If it's a very community favoured mode, or World of Warcraft, I see them opening that up and doing stuff with Caverns of Time. Or even Oldham. Oldham uh, is in Classic. You've got a giant gateway for it. They could just make it into an entire raid zone, you know, with that portal at the bottom of Tanaris. They might put, like a little flight path at the bottom or something just to help people get there. But you know, that, that could be something that's uh, relatively interesting. Y- you have so many things that you can do. Like with season of discovery, you can really play around with it. You could do stuff like honestly, a Teldrassil raid where you just turn zones into raids themselves, which I think isn't actually a bad idea. You could do a baron's raid. Imagine just coming across mancrick's wife again. Like it, it she's a boss Mancrick's wife's a boss this this tells the story of how she died oh my god that's amazing but yeah i'm i'm getting off topic a bit um season discovery looks really good it's something that i recommend that you should definitely try and play around with it is in classic so you do have to do a little bit of a grind in terms of leveling for it but i think the runes and stuff and playing around with it having the class desire that you want in classic like shaman tank paladin tank um, Mage Healer, you know, that kind of deal is really fun and something that should be more praised rather than scrutinised. If they get something wrong, it shouldn't be scrutinised. It should be, okay, this is how to improve it, rather than, oh, my God, Blizzard messed up again. What the hell? This is stupid. Like, just fire them, small indie company, you know, that kind of deal. It should be more, I like the idea, but it hasn't quite fit into place so this is how it can be rectified almost you know that kind of deal but that is where i'm going to end the episode this week thank you all very much for listening as always do check out all of the socials down below constant stuff happening over there thank you all very much once again and go with valor friend Good pile.